Hello and welcome to Nickel Park, a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. I am your tour guide, Tug Speedman. I am your tour guide, Jeff Laser. And I'm your tour guide, Flower Ant-Man. Flower Ant-Man is my name. <laughs> I thought you were being the skunk from Bambi. Oh, yeah. Is his name Flower? Flower. Is but it? it's a man. Mm-hmm. But Why do they name... Flower? Like, it's a weird naming convention in that movie, because, like, Thumper always, like, thumps the ground. Mm-hmm. Right? And then... Flower... Oh, ooh, are they making a play, like, Oh, skunks smell bad. Right. Call him Flower. Yeah. You got... You guys knew that, we, and I didn't. Right. I just yeah. figured that out right now. Okay. It was fun watching you figure it yeah. out. All right. It was very good yeah. to watch the mental process. Mm-hmm. But why Bambi? Uh, ooh. Because it sounds ooh. like baby, and he's born. That is a good question. You know Bambi. what his dad's name is? They never really get to it because he's not really seen. Big Chungus. Sorry, not sorry, not dad. His mom. What baby's oh. mom is? Well, no. I have no idea what his mom's name is. Uh, his dad was Big Chungus. Dosia. Oh, that's a good guess. Oh, no, it was uh, Jodum. Hmm? Jodum? Like, mm. like ah. shoot him? Ch- yeah. I see. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Cruel. Because she got shot. R.I.P. Uh, no, you guys were just making up names. Mine was the character from Tropic Thunder. That's played Kurt by Kurt Lazarus. Oh, That's see? the one that I meant to say. Oh, you should have said it. That would have been so good. Well, I said laser because I knew it started with an L, but I couldn't remember his actual name. <laughs> it's, it's Kurt Lazarus. That's who Robert Downey Jr. plays. Yep. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for children at all. <laughs> Quick disclaimer. Confirmed. Not a good Not a good movie if you're really, really, ideally, if, I mean, I wouldn't watch it if you're under 18. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and not, even then, I would have a parent in the room. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely don't. invite your parents to watch that right, with you, yeah. for sure. Mm. Uh, do you guys want to do a warm-up? All right, yes. I'll give... Actually, well, tough luck. We're doing a warm-up. Let's go with that. I said and you yes. guys get to choose which one. <laughs> uh, would you rather do a vocal warm-up or mm-hmm. like, a, like a mental warm-up? Mental. mental. Vocal. Vocal. Ah, so now you have to choose. <laughs> uh, the vocal one's fun, but we can here. Do I'll the... do. I'll do the vocal. Luke can do the mental, and then you decide which one you want to do. Okay. All right. So the mental. The mental warm up is uh, for those list. There's there's listeners. Vars. For those listeners who haven't seen our beautiful faces and bodies, uh, Luke, describe mm-hmm. yourself, all of you. What encompasses <laughs> you in one word? Like, what is the one oh, word in that one you word. see yourself as? Wow. Dang. Okay, this is, like, way harder than I thought it was going <laughs> to be. <laughs> I told you it was a mental warm-up. Yeah, but I didn't know it was going to be a mental breakdown first. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll give describe Josh... Describe the essence of Luke. Yeah, give I'll me... give Josh the vocal warm-up in the okay. meantime. Time. Um, Josh, boys are uh, historically good at sound effects like from a mm-hmm. young age we we're always sure. making sound effects so I, I wanted for us to each come up with a very specific sound mm-hmm. that we wanted to try to recreate and then make okay. it and see if the other people can guess exactly can what guess. it is okay okay um a very specific sound like i can i can do i can do this one i think 
<clears throat> Let's see if you guys get this. <clears throat> Gotta clear all the phlegm. <clears throat> oh, okay, hold on. Okay, yeah. Uh oh gosh, is this from like TV? No. Oh gosh. Yeah, run it back. I didn't do the yeah, first yeah, sound yeah, yeah. super good. I didn't get it grumbly enough. I got the little ticking that I wanted, but I didn't mm-hmm. get the grumbles in there. <laughs> okay, okay. I had, okay, something flashed in my head, but then it disappeared. Oh, that's going to bug me because I think I... Mm. I'll give you a hint. It's on tracks. <laughs> it's on tracks. A train. That's the only thing on tracks. It can't know. be a train. It was a Sherman tank. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was trying to do like the tracks and the engine at the same time. It just mm. was not working at all. Yeah. And then the little... Was the like the top turning? Cannon part. Yeah. And then, and then the explosion was the shooting. Right. Okay. I think I would have gotten that almost <laughs> never. <laughs> all right, so I failed my sound effects. That's all right. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> good. Yeah, that's a good one. That sounds Pretty like tough. a labor. Light, light light labor. <laughs> to me. No, it's a light labor. Okay, yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> Luca, I'm your flother, and this is your lightsaber. <laughs> that was good, Josh. Thanks. That's like, it was, I, that was the mo- I, I couldn't think of anything more obscure. Yeah. I mean, I sat on that Sherman tank for a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? It, what is a Luke? Sum yourself up in that, one word. This is. It's so difficult. <laughs> you said sum up my appearance. Like uh, it can be any part of you, but just like like, what's a word that would would describe you? Oh, let's see. Like I would, for me, I would say cavernous. <laughs> you? Yeah. That would describe you. I have a got- I have a huge mouth. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't look huge from ah. the outside, but the inside it's it's like Harry Potter in there. It's massive, and the same <laughs> thing goes for my nose. Like, mm-hmm. my nostrils themselves are not large, but I can flare them to a mad degree, and also there's <laughs> tons of room in there. Also, my stomach. I can eat, like, a lot. Mm-hmm. Just mm. a lot of empty space. Yeah, they're right. There's a <laughs> lot of been. internal room inside <laughs> of me. I see, I see. I also, see. my heart is huge. <laughs> um, in a sort of spiritual sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got one. Okay. All right. It's, it's kind of two words, but I'm going to hyphenate it even though it's definitely not hyphenated. Uh, I'm going to go pipe cleaner. Because <laughs> okay. you're so bristly? What? Just as more going for the aesthetic route, uh, pretty pretty thin overall, but hairy as well. Right. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you know, a pipe cleaner. <laughs> That's Luke. He's a real pipe cleaner of a man. A real yeah. pipe cleaner guy. I think That's so. That's a good... Plus your ability to squeeze into any opening. Right. I'm, I'm always wor- worming my way through tubes. 
Remember that time you did shove your fist up Ben's nose? Yeah. I did. Well, it was so cavernous, I had to just get in there. <laughs> I had to clean it out. That's a good That's a good description. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Thanks. It took many minutes to come up with. That's going to go oh, on man. your headstone. <laughs> I'll take it. Luke, a man and a pipe cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, y'all want to do a Mad Lib? Uh, I do want to do a Mad Lib. Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, ben comes first in the alphabet, so we'll start with Ben. This is uh, so. This is a, a Mad Lib titled Noah's Ark. Mm, nice. Okay, right off the bat, noun Ben. Uh, Noah. Uh, verb Luke. Uh, coddle. Uh, adjective Ben. Whipped. Whipped. What? Oh, oh, yeah. Like you are whipped. Yeah. <laughs> like a whipped uh, cream. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, plural noun. M- mo- moose. In, okay. in, the, mm-hmm. in the plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, vehicle, Ben. Vehicle. Uh, snowmobile. Snowmobile. Noun. Uh, the L key on a keyboard. Okay. The L key on a key. Board. A number, Ben. Oh, 69. Got yeah. Kind of had okay. to be. Right. Yeah. Uh, plural noun. And then I'll, I'll give this one to Luke just because they're like coupled together. It's two plural nouns back to back. Okay. Uh, pillowcases <laughs> and mandarin oranges. Now I'm tired and hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, number, Ben, again. And I'll give you the next one since you had another number. This time it's 11. Okay. And then an adjective. Um, mystical. Uh, noun, Luke. Oh, let's say uh, a platter. Verb ending in id. Id. Uh, punished. <laughs> why, was, <laughs> why was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, another verb ending in id. Ah, um, spanked. Let's keep the theme. Just go with the theme, yeah. Yeah, yeah might as well. Uh, plural noun, Ben. Uh, forge. Forge. Forge, forges. Forges? Forges, yeah. For, forges. <laughs> uh, a measurement of time, plural. Oh, okay. Uh, eras. Verb ending in id. Sod. Plural noun, followed by another plural noun. Uh, leggings. Okay. And um, peppermints. All right. A type of liquid, Ben. Uh, jello. Jello. Jello is a liquid, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a semi. There's a word for it. It's a semi-permeable membrane. Yeah. There you go. Noun. Luke. Let's do a. Uh, what are those? Nah, that's not funny. We'll do <laughs> a steering wheel. Way funnier than my other yeah. option. <laughs> that's so funny. All right, three more. Adjective. Cheesy. Verb. Mime. In, in, in verb like form. To, you know, right, like to, to, mime to do mimery things. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, last one. Noun, Ben. Meats. Meat. 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 
All right, here we go. <clears throat> Are we ready? Yes. There was Noah in the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> Solid. So God told Noah that it was going to coddle. <laughs> <laughs> there was Noah in the world, so God told Noah it was going to coddle for a whipped time. Okay. Mm. God gave there. Noah moose on what to do. Make a snowmobile. It should be made out of gopher. <laughs> Make a snowmobile. It should be made out of gopher, the letter L key on a keyboard, and should be 69 pillowcases long. <laughs> And 75 mandarin oranges wide. That's mm. a good snowmobile. Yeah. Perfect snowmobile dimensions. Take with you 11 of each creature, one mythical and one female. Mystical and one female. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. So Noah gathered his platters together and they punished the ark. Yeah. That's a yeah. naughty arc. <laughs> oh, no. All right, here we go. I got to get this one. Noah's friend spanked out forges at him <laughs> as he worked. No. But one Noah didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> Noah's friend spanked out forges at him as he worked, but Noah didn't pay any attention to them. <sighs> Finally, after 120 eras, the arc was sawed. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, they then gathered all the creatures, and as the last one boarded, it began to coddle. Okay, coming back around. For 40 leggings and 40 peppermints, <laughs> it went on. <laughs> the earth became covered with jello. Mm. Excellent. After a year and a day, they found the steering wheel, and everyone else was cheesy. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and as a sign that God would never mime the earth again, he gave them. <laughs> He gave them a meat. (laughs) (laughs) One meat for your troubles. One meat. I promise to never mime the earth again. Boy, could you imagine if people spanked out forges at you? That'd be terrifying. (laughs) Some friends, huh? They're all just spanking out forges at them. He's just trying to punish the ark, you know? (laughs) (laughs) With his platters. With his platters. (laughs) Uh, 40 leggings and 40 peppermints is, uh, that's how I'm going to start marking the passage of time. Yeah. <laughs> We're 16 peppermints into this episode. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, um, thanks for, uh, doing that with me. Do you guys, that was good. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Can I run something by you guys before we go to ads? Sure, I suppose. Um, so I'm thinking of doing like a like a cartoon, like a superhero comic, a comic, please, mm-hmm. not a cartoon, a comic strip. Okay. With a new superhero, and I'm thinking that it's gonna be Carcinogen Man. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So I had this thought the other day, like, there's so many yes. superheroes that'll just beat the snot out of the bad guys right then, right? Like a person's mm-hmm. doing crime, they come by, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Yep. Pow, I see. Pow. Not so. I mean. Feasible, but difficult. What if there was a superhero who was sort of self-sacrificial, but he got him in the long run? Like, <laughs> okay. someone's doing a crime, carcinogen man walks in, the bad guy just beats the snot out of him, but what's that? 30 years later, that man gets lung cancer <laughs> and pays for his crimes. Because uh, carcinogen man breathes right in his mouth. Hmm. <clears throat> 
So it's kind of like okay. a long is like a long term thing, mm-hmm. uh, which I think has more longevity as far as the comic strip goes because you want to see those bad guys get it in the end, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be a few a few episodes later for sure. So so the Joker's like ah, everything burns and right. and and he does the city does burn yeah yeah. Yep. It, but Carcinogen Man just couldn't get there in time. But what's that? Twenty years later, the Joker's on his deathbed. Yep. Mm. We're just riddled with horrible, horrible disease. Yeah. So he's yeah. he's less of a a save people kind of hero. He's more of a justice, just do justice to the yeah. bad guys. People are gonna die on his watch, and that's <laughs> something he Definitely. can do nothing about because he is just a small, weak man. So the Joker's right. probably, like, he might get there in time. He probably drives, like, I don't know, like a beat-up old Toyota. And he's gonna, he might get there in time, but he's not gonna stop him. He's just gonna make sure that they pay for it later. Yeah. And he's definitely not gonna get kind of the accolades that other super, like, women aren't gonna be fawning over him because, you know, out of fear. Right, almost definitely not. Yeah, right. Right. he's but, getting a smooch after his no. heroics. No, but I mean that's like a classic superhero move to not have any mm. connections, you know, because you're afraid mm-hmm. of what your powers will do to them. You know, right. normally it's because you think people will hunt them down and use them as leverage, but in Carcinogen Man's case, it's because of what he literally would do to them. Okay, so just more more of a a balancer of the cosmic scale. Yeah, he mostly smokes <laughs> cigarettes all day. <laughs> Oh, is he immune to the carcinogens? Yeah, he's like a storage tank for him. Okay. Like the inside of his body is just fraught with... So he actually has to smoke the cigarettes in order to be able to do his job. Right, he eats whole packs of chewing tobacco. With that, let's go make some money. Okay. Welcome to the ad booth. Um, as you guys have probably learned thus far, we like to go big and then go home. Uh, our go big this week is an interesting one. Um, have you guys heard of the company Copenhagen? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, I've heard of the city. Hmm. I don't. They might be related. I'm not sure. Anyway. Copenhagen is a chewing tobacco company. They make, mm-hmm. like, dip. Um, but they're chaw. coming out. Chaw, indeed. Chaw. Um, they kind of realized they were a bit behind the times. You know, everyone's moving to new forms of, like, you know, cigarettes. They went to the e-cigs mm-hmm. and, and the vapes and all of that stuff. So they, they felt a little bit, you know, outdated. So they have come out with a new product called e-dip. E-dip. Okay. Yes. All right. What is e-dip, you may ask? All right. What is e-dip? Yeah. It's electronic dip. So, okay. Yeah. So basically it's like, you know, they typically come in like little pouches of tobacco mm-hmm. or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, it mm-hmm. still basically looks like a pouch. However, it's got a little battery in there that secretes the nicotine Right. Without any tobacco, so Ooh. carcinogen free, I believe, wow. okay. is what that means. But you still get the pa- the the good buzz, right? 
And the flavors. Okay. Exactly. And what's even cooler is you can connect it via Bluetooth to your phone to activate it. Like it comes it comes with an app. Like you download mm-hmm. the app and you uh, put in the code for your specific device and you can just tap the little button there for little spurts. <laughs> just a little hit whenever you need it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm particularly, genius. I'm particularly excited about this because, um, it does have like little led lights in the pouch Ooh. and, uh, with your, with your phone, with the Bluetooth, you can actually like change the, the hue of the lights to give your mouth kind of a little, little underglow effect. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Which I can imagine for Ben's cavernous mouth would look pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. It'd be like the 4th of July in there bouncing off all right. my cave walls. Yeah, like it's a little nicotine rave going on. All the stalactites <laughs> and stalagmites. That's awesome. I like the fact that it changes the name. So Dip is such a like harsh name, you know, mm, and it's got such yeah. a bad connotation. Like people say Dip with so much like malice. It it sounds gross, you know. Right. Ah, Dip. Chew. But mm-hmm. E Dip. That's just that just lightens the mood, you know. It does. Mm-hmm. The e in front of anything just softens it. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm an e dipper, and people are like, "Cool, that oh. sounds amazing." Nice. Yeah. Good for the environment. Now, what kind of coffee did you want? <laughs> Ooh. So I do have that question because uh, I didn't really read the product specs. Can you consume any liquids with this sort of electric device in your mouth? Uh, you can. Fortunately, they did think about that as the mouth is already a wet area. Mm-hmm. Um, they they did take into account, uh, you know, electronics plus water. They tend not to mix too well, but right. Um, I can't give away any you know industry secrets, but they they have a way to fully encapsulate the electronics while still allowing the mm. product to work. Right. That's super cool because right. that's the problem right now with dip is you can't really drink. Like you, right. you mostly excrete liquid, I believe. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of spitting involved, yeah. Right, yeah. but in this case, you can swallow like normal and even enjoy mm-hmm. uh, a tasty beverage. Mm-hmm. Right. And Perfect for all occasions, weddings, funerals, graduations, anything. Absolutely. Right. And the lights can be uh, made accordingly. Mm. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> the funeral light setting. That's awesome. I like, I like, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, uh, actually, wait. I'm looking at the email right now, and I, I noticed a PS that I didn't see before. Um, looks like they have another product in development along the same vein. Mm-hmm. It uses the same technology, but instead of being a pouch, it's a fake tooth that Mom. you can just use as a normal tooth. And mm-hmm. so it's totally inconspicuous, but it does the same effect. Whoa! Just that's right, really cool. Right into the gums because it's connected, you know. Hmm. So that—that's just a teaser that hasn't come out yet. Uh, huh. We won't go into it too much, but like a teeth, a teeth, teaser, teeth, sir. Uh, Copenhagen, look into it. Otherwise, thank you. Uh, if you go to their website and check out their products or their uh, selection of e-dips, and you enter our. Promo code Nickel Park, you can get 20% off. Next, let's look local in Louisville to a locally owned and operated organization, Bitter Butter. 
So basically, Bitter Butter is breaking barriers in the culinary community by creating a new cooking component. What is this new cooking component, you may inquire? Well, it's Bitter Butter. You see, Bitter Butter makes better batter for bakers, and Bitter Butter is better for beginners. Now, you may be asking, why is Bitter Butter better than basic butter? Okay, I'll tell you. You see, butter is usually salted or not, but the problems with the two is actually a lot. Salted butter can overwhelm the oral organs and overpower the overall ordeal. And sweet butter subverts the savory subtleties of your soups and scones. But bitter butter's bland profile is perfect for packing punches even on puny palates. Essentially, every eating endeavor will end with an enchanted enjoyment. So check out Bitter Butter today at bitterbutter.com and use the promo code Skittles for a free brick of butter. Well, folks, welcome to the second half of the show where we solve problems with some unconventional solutions. So this is a problem we actually thought about doing many, many episodes ago uh, and, and didn't, and we figured we'd circle back around to it. As everyone knows, when you're getting ready to go to college, towards the end of high school, you got to start taking standardized tests. Mm-hmm. And those are no fun. Uh, the typical ones are the ACT and the SAT, and uh, I'm, we're just—I'm wondering. There's got to be a better test for college preparedness, right? So the colleges mm-hmm. look at these tests, and they get an idea of how well you can take these tests, but it doesn't really tell them how well you'll do as a college student. Like, there's so right. much more that goes right. into college than the just tests at college are nothing like those. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like basically, and there's so much more even beyond school that's going to dictate whether or not you're a good college student. Right. Exactly. Like whether or not you actually make it at university and can keep paying their bills is really unrelated to whether you did well on the ACT or the SAT. So what can we do? Like what we can we come up with a better system, mm-hmm. maybe a different type of test, or maybe it's not a test at all. Maybe it's, some sort of, I don't know, what is there other than test? Like a program or yeah. I mean, like a certification? I think it could still be a test, but you, mm. you kind of, it's, it's still going to be a long colleges. test, but it's going to have a lot more college-focused mm. facets to it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like may, maybe one uh, section of the test could be like, how, how good are you at finding answers on Quizlet? You know, right. like, mm-hmm. yes, oh, yes. Yeah. So they sit you down with a, with a quiz to a subject that you've never, like, the fundamentals of neuroscientology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you, and you have to find the Quizlet answers for that test and right. how quickly can you do it. Right. They basically, they pull old tests that they know there's a PDF of buried online somewhere. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you get a certain amount of time to try and you know, use any means necessary to to pass that test. And if right. you're good, you, man, you find that PDF page to a Google, mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. kid posted it in 2012 on their sister's blog about how hard college is, especially <laughs> neuroscience. Yeah. 
neuroscientology i believe right neuroscientology excuse me um that's good yeah i think the problem with the sat and the act is you can prepare for them Mm -hmm. like you know what the questions Mm -hmm. are going to be like and college is like nothing you've ever done before and there's Mm -hmm. no way to prepare for that so it's like setting you up to be disappointed with how well you're doing in college because you couldn't prepare for it. Right. right. I think uh, I think one really good test would be um, you sit down and in front of you is a stack of, um, what's it called? Like on the first day of class, you go through the... the syllabus. Syllabus. Mm-hmm. Syllabus. There's a stack of syllabuses uh, on the desk. And the test is you have to go through those syllabuses and figure out which books you maybe don't have to buy? Which books mm. you might be able to get away mm. with not purchasing? Right. This is um, a very and which good ones? One. Which ones may be a little more essential? Um, because when you get to college, you'll find out that your options are go to cookout twenty times or buy this book. Buy right. one book. That right. You you only need three pages from. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Um, so being able to decide which ones are, are buys and which ones aren't is very important. And again, a part of that could be maybe how how well you could find those books online. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. Yep. Or see, then the problem is there's no way on a test to see how well you can meet older college students who have accesses to enormous Dropbox Dropbox folders full of Mm -hmm. books and study materials because that Mm -hmm. was my strategy pretty early in college was I met um, a couple of juniors in mechanical engineering who had just just all the books illegally downloaded in a Dropbox folder. Mm -hmm. Not really a test for that. That's just a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after like the testing portion, there's like a social mingling, mm. and that's when like there's judges out in the room that are seeing how well you interact, how well you, and that could that could be a part that judges you on a number of like social etiquettes. Right. Sure. I think I think at some point during the test. Um going more toward the social aspect mm-hmm. i think at one point you need to be faced with two doors mm-hmm. w- one door um says alcohol on it and the other door says i don't know non-alcohol mm-hmm. so if you if you choose the non-alcohol door you have to go in and um have a bunch of peer pressure Mm-hmm. Like just people providing peer pressure to you, and you have mm-hmm. to resist that completely. Um, and then the other door is some kind of like beer bong speed, or like shotgun a beer mm-hmm. as quick as you can, or do keg it do stand. keg stand, yeah, yeah. something something like that to know that either route that you're gonna take, you're gonna be prepared for. Right. right. These are the challenges you're gonna face. Mm-hmm. And then the college will look at that and decide whether or not uh, you're good enough at beer bonging to come <laughs> to their school. Exactly. Whether you exactly. belong at LSU or uh, Ozark. That would be a real defining characteristic for some schools. <laughs> oh, we can't take you. You're not, you're not quite Your beer good bong enough. time is You're not fret so enough. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Instead of a minimum like GPA or... ACT test it's a they have like a minimum shotgun time yeah 
Yeah, it's like the forty yard dash. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> they do, they do the yeah. frat combine. <laughs> yep, the combine. <laughs> How has no one done that? How has no one done that yet? That because someone surely would probably that, die. I don't know. I there weren't even frats at mine or your school, Josh. Right? No. So, Ben, have, is there a frat combine? Uh, no. There's not that not you've heard really, of. I mean, there's like. I don't know. I don't know the process. Didn't I didn't feel the need to join one. <clears throat> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how it works. It was expensive. That's all I know. It's it's right. super expensive to be involved in Greek life. Yeah. Um I think uh maybe like a physical test then this would take place maybe like out in like a in like a yard or something um where you are in bed in your pajamas and mm-hmm. you have five minutes to get to your destination Mm -hmm. that includes getting changed and then also referencing a crudely drawn map that's 20 years old and outdated Mm. that you have to then use to to somehow get to your destination right to simulate freshman year first couple weeks right um yeah i think there should be definitely some sort of extracurricular skills like that like like you should be faced um with uh like a laundry machine, like a washer and a dryer and some clothes. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because um, that, I mean, I know you don't have to do laundry religiously in college, but you do need to do it sometimes. It does need to be done at some point. There comes yeah. a point where you can't just keep buying socks and underwear from right. Ross. Right. Eventually, so I've right. heard. So I've heard you can't <laughs> just do that for your whole career. Eventually, a Ross employee will take you aside and ask you, if you know how to do laundry, because <laughs> you've bought them out of Nike, white Nike socks <laughs> and compression shorts. <laughs> oh, I feel targeted. <laughs> uh, yeah, you should also, I think, and this would be kind of an open open category like you should just be sent into a grocery store with a pretty small budget mm-hmm. and then the college will just get a sheet with like what you bought mm. and they can kind of judge but like if you go in and you just buy nothing but craft mac and cheese with 20 bucks they'll know like okay this is this is a real craft man right <laughs> he gets um, it right whereas yeah, if you he, buy he gets it. like salmon raw some raw salmon mm. and some other weird food they'll know like ah this kid's not gonna make it because the dorm has you get like a hot plate right this and going off of the is too fancy going off of the food thing i think another good test is like you walk into a cafeteria setting and you have to pick out a full meal of foods that you don't think will give you diarrhea <laughs> that is good yeah and and yeah, there's there's certain ones that are just absolute no goes. Like if you right. pick this, it's almost like I'm sorry, you just don't get to go to college. Yeah, right. you'll die. <laughs> you'll die at college. Mm-hmm. You can't go to college, Jimmy. You poop. You poop yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy got dysentery and had to. <laughs> you ate the tuna salad. No. The tuna salad was green, Jimmy. You got a plate full of powdered eggs. How do you think that's going to do for you? Uh, yeah, you could also just invite, I mean, I, to go along with that, just like leave it open book. Just invite them to the cafeteria and 
you know, the the smart kids are going to come in with the backpacks. Because mm-hmm. then you can sneak out the cookies and the other mm-hmm. dried goods and the cups the and the bag forks of bagels. and the plates. Yep. That kind of stuff. You can sneak out the necessary utensils for your home kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also eat as much as physically possible, right, without getting diarrhea. <clears throat> right. Um, sleeping. You should... Mm. There should definitely be a test mm. for how well you can sleep and where you can sleep. I agree with this. Maybe like a, like how quickly can you fall asleep and then you know retain that amount of rest, right? Because mm. naps are essential, but a lot of high schoolers probably aren't used to them. Right. Right. Yeah. High school like conditioning. You're. I mean, you're used to being at school for seven hours a day, and then you go home. And in college, it's mostly technically free time <laughs> with some classes sprinkled in here and there. Right, right. You need to learn how to balance that. It's like summer camp if you didn't have a counselor. It's it's a lot like that. <laughs> you can do this activity, and it will benefit you. Or you can go play in the lake more, but you're not going to know how to tie this knot later. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to start a fire when right. you need to and you will freeze and maybe die junior right year. i think another good one could be like how so you're, you're in a you're in a, ca- a full campus setting um this might be difficult to add to just everyone's test but you're in a full campus setting there's one parking enforcer and you have to finesse the perfect spot so that you don't get towed yep that's good yep. was that a problem at y'all's colleges <laughs> uh, <laughs> nope <laughs> I had a different problem I, I I didn't pay for school parking and chose to risk it on the streets and then you have to practice moving your car for cleaning days mm. otherwise you do get towed what's a okay so I think to wrap things up because I think we hit a lot of things what is one test or maybe just a piece of advice you would give to someone going to your school specifically Mm. this is a good one like one piece of advice that you think you could maybe turn into a test that would prepare someone for the best experience at uk or liberty oh gosh because like for milligan mine would be put them in like an empty campus and see how curious they are about testing doors that maybe shouldn't be open but might be open mm. because you can get into some pretty cool areas that you normally wouldn't be able to if you just kind of always try the doors because sometimes people forget to lock them. Mm. This is this is good. I feel like a good test, this would be very UK specific, but um, you should... Um, the test would be you have to take NyQuil and then they're going to drop you uh, just off campus and tell you that you have to make it to a class in 15 minutes and mm-hmm. don't tell you where the class is. And that's mm. it. And that's to simulate uh, either waking up late or waking up wink, hungover. <laughs> <laughs> or not have fallen asleep. Right. Or, yeah, sleep-deprived and or mm. coming from a friend's house and you have no idea where that house really is. All right, here's here's one for Liberty. It's it's half advice, half not advice, 
and also fully a story. (laughs) (laughs) So Liberty has this thing called a convocation that all the residential students are required to attend. Right. Um, And it's it's in the morning. It's at 10 a.m. Some people would call that early. College kids especially would consider that to be an early time. But say you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Say say you're not interested. But you may also know that they do room checks in the dorms. They go around see see if you're in there. All mm-hmm. same with like the class buildings, they're all empty at this time. However, you want to get some extra Z's, grab an Eno and go into the woods <laughs> and just <laughs> escape but continue to sleep. <laughs> and and this strategy from from someone I've heard from works for years. Hmm. It okay. wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do no, that, sir. but I I actually do know someone who would every morning go out in their Eno and just, just do that camp. instead of That's going genius. to Convo. Wait, did That's you really, really not good. do it? You didn't even try it? Uh no. I was I was too much of a rule follower. So when when I was on campus I went. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Hit us up at nickelparktours at gmail.com or on nickel underscore park underscore podcast on Instagram. That's it. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I am Ben. I am Joshua. I am Flower Ant-Man. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.